Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. Omar's going to try it. He shoots up the middle, all the way down. Oh, he scores! A goalie goal! That makes it go away, doesn't it? Uh, Every time a goalie scores a goal, I'm like, oh, God. A little piece of me dies inside. You wanted it so bad, didn't you? That's the reason why Atlanta wasn't going to draft me. I told the GM I wanted to score a goal like an idiot. You're a bright man. How dumb were you at that moment? That they're like, what would you like to accomplish in the NHL? And you're like, I'd like to score a goal. This is DiPietro and Rothenberg. I mean, do you know how dumb that is? You're very dumb. On 98.7 ESPN. All right, DiPietro and Rothenberg with you, 98.7 ESPN. You see what Santiago has done? Completely miscalculated. We're in Not the seven. Much. We're in the seven o'clock hour. In the six o'clock hour. Uh, by a whole, by a full twenty five seconds. Oh, oh that's no, the point. poor you, poor you. It's what are you complaining the, about? It's not the point. He has to talk more. He has to do uh, more. No, work. what am I complaining about is that people tune in right at seven o'clock to hear the top of the seven o'clock hour. They're going to miss all this little back and forth. It's I all going to be there. Less I, the, commercials. I, I hear you. They're, they're not you, tuning away. They know better. But here's the thing. I made a mistake with the game on, on Saturday night as opposed to Sunday or Sunday as opposed to Saturday, whatever. And I, I owned it. Why not just own the fact that you messed up the timing of the of the out and that we started too early in the 6.59 minute? Because I'm stubborn, Dave. You're stubborn, Dave. Sure, why not? It's a good mistake, though. It, it, no, it's, not really. it's different, though. No, no. Y- the, you the, said the that goal. the Knicks would benefit from the Celtics playing a tough physical game. Yesterday, when the game was Saturday, well, Saturday, but it went it went almost to midnight. Like it okay, really went that's deep into the evening. Then him giving us extra time to talk. So anyone no. that was they, no one wants commercials. No. So we give here, you less commercials, here, no. and we're here, back. Here's, He's complaining here's what you're about missing. it, though. Here, here's what you're missing. He anyone should be bad. It should be me for him bringing up that Omar scored the goal again. No, here's here's what you're missing. He calculated it. He took pen to paper and said, "Okay, if we have this commercial, we have that commercial. We break it this time. We'll get back right at seven o'clock." And he was like 45 seconds off. How did that happen? That's my question. Not even about coming on at 6.59 and 15 seconds. How did you tabulate it that we're going to be back right at 7 and we got back at 6.59 something? How did that happen? Listen, that's generally what that break is. Forgot to calculate for a shortage in that that break there. And this is what happens. Again. So, so, So you screwed up. Again, you you got an extra 25 seconds to talk. Why are you complaining? Listen, Dave, if we've learned anything, Dave has a clear problem with time. Oh, I have no... I love time. Shows up late to the wedding. He's mad at Ray I for was not late back, to the wedding. I mean, you're mad at Ray for coming back early. He's, this, he's this, trying to benefit you. This is the same guy who, who didn't like that I, that I once pointed out that he rolls out of bed and does the show. Oh, so. no. Not Listen, I, I, I could do the show from bed. Your car almost got yeah. towed. Your car almost got towed once because you weren't paying attention to time. And you got locked out of the app. I mean, time is a is a struggle at times for you. No, that's not true at all. Here, here's the thing: when you come back, top of the seven o'clock hour. What time should it be? Seven o'clock. Not this Fugazi six fifty nine thirty three. Yeah, Listen. but it's like you show up thirty seconds early. The party's already started. No. We're on call. We're on to- call. Tom Coughlin time. Okay. You, you messed up. It's fine. It happens. I mess up. Rick messes up. You messed up. And instead of just saying, listen, I messed up, you're going to play this game where you're going to pretend that you didn't. This is the conversation you'd have outside Dave's house if you showed up early to the party, one minute early. He would make you admit you showed up too early before he let you in. Otherwise, oh, he'd, not make ready. You, he'd make you stand outside. Not ready. Raymond, do you have an issue with length? Is that the problem? It seems like Dave does. Well, I have an issue with your lack of length. I'm sorry? It's my my issue. <laughs> Well, he can't bring us all the way to 7 o'clock. Why? You prefer it longer? Uh, no, the 8 o'clock hour might start at 7.57. I don't know. Don't go anywhere.
Maybe we'll stay on today till 10.03 because time means nothing to Santiago. Nothing. I don't know why you're so help- I'd be so bent out of shape. I mean, we he spits time to at talk. the flux capacitor. <laughs> so you think we- I suck? That's law. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. And by the way, I figured out this weekend, it finally occurred to me, you're poisoning me during the week. Unnaturally long. Who's poisoning you? Me? You. Why? Because I'm anti-caffeine, and in that little tea you're giving me, there's caffeine. <laughs> and I'm feeling like like, I'm, like, like I want to run through a wall after I drink that tea. It's delicious. When I told you when we started, I don't want caffeine. The order hasn't changed. If my wife is giving you, like, secretly sneaking you caffeine, that's on her. What On her? I don't have control of the app. Medically, maybe I shouldn't be having caffeine. Now, maybe you need caffeine. Disgusted maybe it's exactly what you. you need. I felt like you were a little dull, sluggish on Friday without I not, me. I was not slug. I was great eh. on Friday. Eh. You, know, you know what? At least I showed up. Showed up? Yeah. I, I was in the midst of two back-to-back uh, hockey games. How'd they go? Did you win? Uh, one and one. One and one. Who messed up? Uh, no one really messed up. I'll tell you what, though. It, it, <laughs> I want names. Who messed up? Some of the some of the people that coach these these young children's teams are yeah, the they're, worst. They're savages. The worst. Yeah, terrible people. Like in might hockey, there's no there's no real penalties. Like we play like in this this tournament was half ice, right? It was half ice. There's no real penalties. If someone if the referee decides someone takes a penalty, he blows the whistle. The kid usually gets kicked off. But for some reason, the kid that was refing this game blatantly told me, "I don't want to be here. I'm not supposed to be working this game." And they're not paying. <laughs> right. Terrific. So he was just he refused to do anything. At one point, I'd be like, "Listen, could you just blow the whi-? when the goalie covers the puck? Do me a favor, just blow the whistle so the kids aren't slapping at the goalie." Okay, I'll blow the whistle. The other team is running around like maniacs, like destroying our kids. Like I'm talking like Don Cherry's rock'em, sock'em hockey hits, open ice, no, not even looking at the puck, destroying our guys and girls. And I finally said, I said, you, you got to talk to your kids. Like this is this unacceptable. And, and he's, he basically gave you the middle finger, didn't he? Yeah, right. Yep. Well, the ref's not calling. I'm like, there's no penalties in mites. They don't call anything. You got to tell your kids. That was a bad. These bad. are seven-year-old children. Seven and eight, yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, awesome. I, I have a tweet from Adam Schefter. You want to, you want me to read it to you, dude? I got a. I have a tweet too that's going to make your head explode. Yeah, give me a Schefter tweet. Well, hang on a second. What 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 is the topic of your head explode? NFL. Tweet? Okay. Does it is it Giants related? Nope. All right. We will go around the league at seven forty-five. By the way, this morning. Uh, this is you from idiot. Adam Schefter. Sources, the Bears already have been approached by multiple teams about trading the draft's number one overall pick, and Chicago is said to be leaning toward moving the pick. So the number one pick now looks like it is up for sale. So if that, in fact, is the case, Justin Fields to the Jets is something that is an impossibility. It would take him off the table for being moved. I didn't love Ty. I, and you heard that. That was part of the show I heard on Friday. Like the whole notion that if you were the Jets... You would you would steer away from trading or trying to trade for Justin Fields? Yeah, I don't I don't agree with that at all. I think see he's like, well, we don't develop quarterbacks. I think he's already developed. I think he's already um, good. I think I listen. I think he he has room to get better. Absolutely. Well, of course, he's surrounded by some actual talent. Like you saw what he could do with his legs. I mean, he threw seventeen touchdowns. But to, but to, to, to what nobody receivers? to I mean, nobody. No, I mean, Cole Komet was probably his most reliable receiver. Like this whole notion, like Jalen Hurts was was probably going to be the MVP. Well, he would have been right there if he didn't get hurt. Like from from year two to year three, he made that big jump. Year two, he threw 16 touchdowns. Last year, he threw 22. Now, he had the 13 rushing touchdowns, and the year before, he had the 10 rushing touchdowns. But, I mean, Justin Fields was was in the top 10 rushing yards as a quarterback last season. Yeah, listen, I, I you know I agree. That would be my, it would be Lamar Fields Rodgers if all three were available and you could get them. But it sounds like Fields is not going to be available. And I think it's the right move, but there's oh, going you're going to get a haul. You'll get a haul for that first pick. Of course you will. I mean, I don't know how, what they'll do with it, and the Bears always can find a way to screw it up. But if they draft well, and they they have the most money under the cap in free agency to spend, they're going to have oodles of of draft capital. They can quickly revamp this thing. That NFC North is going to because Minnesota stinks. I mean, the the most you know fraudulent thirteen and fourteen I've ever seen in my life. Uh, Green Bay might take a huge step back if Rodgers is gone. Lions are, are going to get better, and the Bears are going to get better. You might see a changing in the guard that NFC North. 
Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's again, if you have the belief that the Bears are going to handle this the right way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what you don't know? A, yeah, it's a team that I have zero faith and zero confidence in. I mean, that would be a good step in the right direction if they decided, yeah, we'll keep Fields, we'll build around him, and we'll get a haul for the first pick. Uh, l- let me do this All-American Ford read, because when okay. I was going to do it before, it was still 6.59, and I oh. couldn't do it because it's called for the 7 o'clock hour. Oh, Raymond gives you five straight days of of top-notch, do And did I compliment everything. him and say how great he was? And then Monday morning hits, and you can't wait to jump you, down the Exactly. Throat. I was going to say, you, you knew he couldn't wait to, to go the no. other way. No, not true. Five five days of praise. He, he he's like willing to explode over there. No, no, no. If he was great, <laughs> so far, I would say he's doing great again. It's six straight days. When, well, I'm sorry. When the seven o'clock hour starts at six fifty nine, there's an accuracy there. And what worries me is that you miscalculated. Rawr! That's what concerns Raymond, me. Raymond, I don't blame you, Raymond. I can only imagine the, the log of commercials. Commercials and everything else. Uh, this portion job. of the show, which I can do now because we're actually ensconced in the 7 o'clock hour, is driven by the All-American Ford Auto Group, the number one volume Ford Group in the Northeast. Huge locations in Paramus, Hackensack, Old Bridge, and Point Pleasant. Shop allamericanford.net. That's allamericanford.net. Let's get... <laughs> what was that? That was the cocaine bear. Oh, that movie looks terrifying. Was that the real cocaine bear or was that Dave the bear? cocaine yeah, bear? Yeah, but trailer? They, you, what happens to the cocaine bear? No. <laughs> See, you know what the great thing is? He didn't know if it was the actual cocaine bear or me. Oh, you, steam, you steamrolled me again. No. I steamrolled you. Yeah, right that's over sweet. it. That's sweet. Frontwards, backwards, right over it. I mean, that's that's your M.O. It's not my you, M.O. You're Rick, you know, Rick, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? You're Rick the Steamroller <laughs> DiPietro. Ricky the Dragon Steamroller? Yeah, you're Ricky the Dragon Steamroller. <laughs> is what you are. That's Let's a, go. That's a good wrestling name. There you go. Ricky the Dragon Steamroller. <laughs> um, you know, Paul Jake uh, battled last night. Oh, really? How, yes. Did you pay for it? No, but I heard he lost. He did lose. He he lost to Tyson Fury's brother. Split, uh, split decision. Uh, yeah, Rosenberg was tweeting about it nonstop. A lot of people bought that fight. I'm interested to see what the numbers for that were. How much was that? I didn't even check it out. 50 bucks, 60 bucks? Probably. Yeah, probably. Let's go to Robin in Dobbs Ferry. Hi, Robin. You're on 98.7. Good morning, Dave. Good morning, Rick. I hope you guys are doing well. Doing oh, great. Good morning to you. Um, so I heard you guys talking about what to do with Daniel Jones. I just want to go on record and saying they're going to have to franchise tag him and be prepared to get rid of Saquon Barkley if he asks for too much. Unfortunately... Last time I spoke to you guys, I thought they'd be able to keep both. But, I mean, I don't think you have an option. You have to franchise tag uh, DJ and, and see what happens this year. You know, the option is what are you going to do? You know, you guys are talking about who the Jets are going to have. I mean, DJ is the franchise quarterback for now, so just franchise him. Um, yeah, it kind of stinks, cause, and thanks for the call, Robin. I think the, the, the goal was to franchise Saquon and – sign Jones to a long-term deal if that was possible. But if this $45 million deal, which is reported by Jeremy Fowler, there's, there's no way I'm getting into that kind of neighborhood. Well, the argument that he would make is that once these other deals get signed and the cap starts to go up, that 45 is not going to look so big. Uh, you know what? It's still pretty big. Uh, it's Yeah, well, it's substantial. I, I just would have, I mean, my, my argument back to him and his agent would be, listen, it's been one year. And, and again, I, I mean, he got better as the year went on. I'm a defender of Daniel Jones and what he did this season, but I mean, he wasn't great. I thought he was good. I he mean, was, was good. It, was it a great season? No, I don't think it was a. It was an, It wasn't a great statistical season. But I think, I mean, he answered all the questions that you had to get himself a long term deal. I, I did, just don't did he? think. Well, to get him. Uh, listen, a long term deal, not a top of the market long term deal. Like if you want, if you want that top tier of money, I'm going to need to see more than one year. Right. If you want, if you a want five for one fifty. We would do that now. Right. If, if you, you want, want five number, or 250, no. Yeah, like reasonable number. Let's talk. More than happy to talk. Yeah, we'll start the franchise tag and then we'll work our way up and we'll find some place in the middle. But if all of a sudden you want to hold me over the barrel for 45 million bucks a year, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable with that. How, how could you possibly feel comfortable with paying him $45 million a year? I don't. No, and, no, and nor should you. And I think the Giants probably don't too. 
And I think that's where we are right now, is that do you pay him that kind of money? Do you put the tag on him? Do you potentially lose Saquon Barkley? Like, what, what's the appropriate thing to do? I mean, these are not easy decisions, but I stand by it. I mean, I like Daniel Jones. I think he's good. I think his future is bright. I think you give him weapons, he'll be a better version of himself. I, I mean, $45 million is elite money. And I, and I know the argument from the other side. Well, in two years, 45 it's still a lot of money. It's still a lot of money for a guy that I still think there's some uncertainty with. Right. But, I mean, that, that again, is going to be the argument, is that this is, this is the risky run when you don't give him his fifth-year option, which they didn't, which was smart, because, again, this is not Joe Shane and Brian Dable's guy, and he hadn't been good for two years or stayed, stayed healthy for two years. So you're not gonna you're not gonna hamstring hamstring the coaching staff and the GM with a quarterback that they don't want if he has a bad season. Luckily for them, he has a good season. Apparently, a big chip on his shoulder because they didn't pick up his fifth year option. I don't know who he's kidding. I wouldn't have picked up his fifth year option either. Is that now? You know, after the one year of staying healthy, winning a playoff game, that he feels like strike while the iron is hot, and they're saying whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, yeah, you had a good season. End of the day, you still only threw 15 touchdowns. That's it. That's not that's not elite production. And yeah, 700 yards rushing, good. Seven rushing touchdowns, good. But is it long-term deal paying you 45 million a year on average? I No. I don't think it is. No. The answer is unequivocally no. And, and let me let me throw this out there for you. I know they're not even involved. I would pay 35 million to Carr and and if I as opposed to paying 45 million to Daniel Jones, well, I don't know the benefit. That he, here, here's what, what I would ask Daniel Jones. And, and, I mean, we spent weeks talking about this. Because at a certain point, like, you got to figure out what's best for you in your long-term moving forward. Like, is this a good spot? Do I like being here? Then, you know, I, I come to a reasonable deal where both sides aren't necessarily happy, but it's a fair number. Because I, I still want pieces and talent around me. Of course. It's, it's what's the upside. Like, what's the upside of being hell-bent on getting 45 now as opposed to coming to a deal at, like, 38? Like, how much more? You have another good season, and you throw, say, you know, 22 touchdowns as opposed to 15, and you got the, you know, eight rushing touchdowns. What's the upside? How much more a year are you going to get next offseason? Is it going to be, is it 50 million a year? Are the Giants going to feel good about paying you $50 million a year? No. I, I think 45 is the max you could ever get, and that would be with another big-time season. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. You know what I have right in front of me? Guess what I have right in front of me? Tickets. Yep. Guns N' Roses tickets. Oh, yeah. Want to do it now? Want to wait a few minutes? Can you be patient? 
I'm not going to be impatient, but if no, you want, if you need you me be. to be patient, I can be. No, I don't need to be. I want to. I want to serve your needs. I'm an excellent patient. Are you? I'm a really good patient. Yeah. So if a doctor tells you, or here's the issue: you have X, Y, and Z. Don't do this. You you listen to their instructions, letter of the law. No. <laughs> I mean, like once I'm in the actual like post post surgery, excellent patient. What does that mean, though? I'm just easy. I don't need much attention. Like I just, I'm, I'm just, I'm nice. I I could see you being nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, I have Guns N' Roses tickets. Do you want to wait now, or do you want to be the great patient you can be? I'll be the great patient. All right. Then we'll wait just a, a few moments. Uh, we we said this moments ago, and I, I just want to reiterate this: there is no way I'm paying Daniel Jones forty five million dollars a year. There is no way, none, zero. Here's the thing, though. I, I'm. Maybe I shouldn't be surprised, just because I mean, at, at the end of at the end of all of this, it is business, and you got to separate the both. You got to separate both. I, I mean, this is in his mind. Worst that happens is they say no. He he sticks. That's got to be forty five or close to forty five. They say no. We got to see more. So they franchise tag him. Believes in himself. They add weapons. He goes out. Has another good year. Asks for more money. Either they say yes. Or they say no again, and he gets another franchise tag, and now he's doing the whole Kirk Cousins thing. I'm just—I'm the kind of person. This is me personally that enjoys that, that wanted the security, so I could just free up my mind and just go play. Yeah, okay. If you want the security, that's fine. But take the security at, at lesser than you would demand forty-five million dollars a year. It feels insane. He's not—he's not worthy of forty-five. And if you're only saving grace in the argument about how he deserves 45 is that well one day down the road 45 is not going to be that much it's it's a it's just a bad argument no that other argument would be it's going to be cheaper now than it will be down the road uh, you know what is that all these guys will sign price for quarterbacks will go up and then you put the right kind of talent around him he's going to have a better season than he had this year and you're going to be stuck well uh, but why would you be stuck oh because like, what's your other option the, the cap's going to go up, so let him go out there, have a great season, bring in two receivers. I was reading this weekend that, that the whole Beckham to the Giants thing is still very much alive. So you bring in a veteran receiver, and you draft a receiver, and Wandale comes back, right? And Hodgins, and all of a sudden your receiving room doesn't look that awful. Also, and I know we're working on getting Mel Kuyper in at some point this week. I was reading this weekend, this tight end draft is the best tight end draft in the last decade plus. Nice. So if you need a tight end, this is a year. Anyhow, my point is, if you're Daniel Jones and you have a great season, and now that's a good season followed by a, either a very good or a great season, wonderful. You know what? Now you're going to get paid. But I don't think right now you're deserving of $45 million a year. And I would even say if he has a really good season, that's the max of what he's going to get anyway. Right. That's the risk that you run. I mean, do you want to bet on yourself or do you want the long-term security? Are you happy making $32.5 bucks guaranteed this year and then going out and proving to the to not just the Giants but everyone else that you're worthy of more money? And good for him if he does. Good but for him if Joe he does. Shane, I can't, I, can't, I can't pay you $45 bucks a year right now. I can't you know it. what's going to happen, too, is the Giants fan base is going to turn on him. It could happen. Right now, they all have his back, and they want him back. They, For the they moment. think he had a great season. He seems like a great guy, but yeah. I mean, he goes out and just has an okay season. Uh, team you know, team doesn't win all the close games, and they take a step back. Yeah, you're right. The fan base will be quick to turn Like It's him. a very fine line from uh, Especially you know, if you lose Saquon Barkley because of this. Which is a very much a possibility. The hope was get Daniel Jones done. And then worst case scenario is you franchise Odell because now it's only the ten million on your cap. Barkley. Yeah, as opposed to the thirty two and a half. Yeah, it's a, I thought I I honestly thought it was gonna be a much easier negotiation with Daniel Jones than than it's turned out to be. Yeah, I, I thought so too. I thought he was gonna be very easy. Um and I thought this thing would get done without a lot of consternation, but it, it doesn't feel like that's the case right now. And March 7th is the day that you have to uh, lay the franchise tag on one of these guys or not. Let's go to Casey in Farmingville. Good morning, Casey. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Listen, um, I wanted to touch on something. You both said multiple times you'll take Daniel Jones any day over Dak. Dak is making $40 million. 
I don't know how you don't justify $40 million being a starting point. I get as a fan not wanting to pay him that much money, it's going to hurt the team. But if you're looking at you know quarterback at a similar tier level, Dak is making $40 million plus depending on the year. Daniel Jones shouldn't shouldn't his negotiations at least start there? Yeah, but I don't know who's uh, I don't know. Dave maybe has said that. I no, like that. I I never I know I never said that. I, I don't think, think any of us have said that I would take da- Daniel Jones over Dak all day every day. Do I think they're in in a, in a similar locale as far as quarterback rankings? Probably so, but I, I still stand by. I think Dak Dak has done it for longer. Dak is good. I, I think Dak is at the moment the better quarterback. I don't think there's a huge gape. Right? I don't think there's a huge gaping hole about who's the better quarterback, but I, I think that Dak right now is the better quarterback. Yeah, but you said it, though. I mean, it's if Daniel Jones goes out for another season and it gets better this upcoming season and you know takes the 15 touchdown passes and throws it into the mid-20s and you add on top of that what he's able to do with his legs, yeah, I'm okay with paying him more money and getting close, getting to that $40 million range. But right now, after one season that wasn't that was good, it was a good season. It wasn't elite money season. No. It wasn't. No, he was he was good. Like forty five million bucks a year would put him right in the top six on average annual. How can I do that? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. How, how can I do that? And, and again, is there a huge difference between Carr or Garoppolo and Jones? Maybe there is. But I just I uh, and and how much of it of it is the fact that Brian Dable is an and Kafka are excellent at what they do. You got to factor that in also. Well, I absolutely factored it in, but I was actually factoring it into Daniel Jones' decision as to whether or not he was going to try to break the bank or or work with the Giants to get the long-term security. I know as a player, you take as much money as you can take. I get it. And, you know, the, the, the players' union and everyone, all the players want you to get as much money as possible because it drives the prices up and it's good for everybody. That's great. But, I mean, at a certain point, you have to think about yourself, too, and what's in your best interest, knowing that this isn't going to be my last deal. And are you the kind of guy that can stomach going into a season? I, listen, maybe he is because he didn't have the fifth-year option. He had a good season. So maybe he's he's willing to bet on himself again and go out and have another great season and then make more money. But, I mean, it's the it, there's a risk there. There's a, there's a risk and there. what's the payoff? How much more money will you make? Well, listen, I don't think the Giants are going to cave. So if they can't get a deal done, which is beneficial to them, they'll put the franchise tag on them. And if somebody swoops in and says, you know what, we want them, take them. Give me the two ones and let me figure out what I can do. Because I, I, I think he's good. But I think this Giants team is very smart as opposed to the last regime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. So when we came back premature, you you loved it. Loved every second of it. We, we, were, very, we were very, or we were shockingly early. Yeah, you gave them that premature, I, I could tell you really wanted it. Couldn't contain yourself. So, I mean, I'm, I did my job. That's what happened with Santiago. Couldn't even he wouldn't even make it till seven o'clock. This is why he has a rubber woman. This is, this is why. This is why. Have you named the rubber woman, Raymond? He's not going to answer now. What would you name the rubber woman, though, Raymond? I don't know. It'd what, have to be what, something. What it, it would be. You have to be kinky, though. It can't be like just some. He's not going to talk. He's just going to play that buzzer. He's got too much power with all these drops. He can't. He. It's too much. You've got a idiot. lot of power. Got a lot of power. Uh, Ranger fans, listen up. Coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, your chance to hang with me in a lounge at MSG for the Rangers' March 2nd matchup against Ottawa. Be listening for the cue to call, and you can sit with me as the Blue Shirts make their playoff push for full contest rules. Go to ESPNNewYork.com. RJ, RJ? Yes. Would, would you like to sit with me in the suite? 
in the in the loungy area at the garden. They really give you the the whole the keys to the whole shindig, huh? The whole thing. Yeah. This is Thursday. Thursday. Rangers Senators. Haven't seen you in a minute. I think that could be enjoyable. Is it a, a seven o'clock affair? I believe it is, but let me make one hundred percent sure. Are we sure it's Thursday? So I mean, seven you, you o'clock puck drop. Seven Here, o'clock puck Here's drop. my question though. Yes, it, it's Thursday, you it, jerk. And giving away all these luxurious seats in the suite. It's it's a lounge, I'm told. It's not a the lounge, suite. RJ. Yeah. Lounge. Sorry. It's lounge. a lounge. Are we sure there's one for me for you to give away? Have they not all been accounted for? Well, what he's asking is, do you have a half a ticket? Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> what? To... Would the other half be for you? Are you coming? I ain't no, he won't. No he won't do anything. Mm. Going to Rangers game? Ugh. Oh please! To see, uh, I mean, the last thing he would do was would be hang out with us. By the way, yes, I know that we can get a ticket for you if you'd like to go. Secondly, when are we doing the monthly, quarterly, whatever we've determined show lunch? When's that happening? We are not. What do you mean we're not? I just know. No matter how, no why matter the level we? of planning, why would we it, know? is it is it Rick? Is that the reason? No, it's not Rick. It's you. Why no, would it's we not know? Me. Why would we take our time? Why would RJ go to the game with you on Thursday after us, the three of us, the four of us, the four horsemen, family, not being not being invited to the fiftieth birthday party? Why would we go out of our way at all? Valid That's, point. That is interesting. You're you're a big baby. Uh, baby, RJ, your feelings hurt. Yeah, and, I don't feel great. Uh, not, Santa, not hurt your feelings at all. hurt. It's not great. It's not great. Is it a headcount thing? No, it, you, you don't understand. It's a small, intimate gathering. Work friends. You, we are work. No, we issue? What we, do we, we have? are no. work friends and you, nothing you, more. Would you care to guess how many actual friends are going to be at this thing? Well, I define I, actual friends. I need the number. Total number of attendees. Well, but that's but there's a difference between the yeah, total number of ones. attendees and family kids. And family. So what are we talking? A hundred? No. Nine. Well, how many how many people though? Nine. No, no. What do you mean, no, no? There can't be just nine people. Okay. Nine. Maybe it's good we didn't get invited. It's very small. It's not my gift. It's a very intimate gathering. I don't. Yeah. The, the party I'm, doesn't have to be a gift. It could be a dinner to celebrate you. It's not what my wife is doing for me for my birthday. This is an, oh, let's get your two best friends and your family and us, and that's it. So we don't rank inside the top ten of your life. Right. Told you. Told that's you. right. That's right. Work friends only. No, not work friends only. How, well, here's the question. How far outside the top 10 do we rank? How far? Are we in the receiving votes category? Yes. So we're not even in the top 25. No, you're, you're receiving. Well, hang on a second. <laughs> we're in the mech. No, you are right there. You're probably first four out. Oh. You're like the North Carolina of this whole thing. Yeah, but with no chance to get in, though. We're out. It's, we're just it's, out. It's two of my childhood friends... My mom, my mother-in-law, and my two aunts. Yeah, and he, that's he, it. He says North Carolina. I feel more like the University of Ohio Bobcats. That, that wasn't a, that wasn't a compliment. But by historical measures, sure. Tar Heels, great school. This year, they stink. That's why I said that's what you are. So you're saying we stink? No, I'm saying you're right there. They beat Virginia. They stink. They don't stink. They're not getting in. They're not. Neither are you. Exactly. I don't know. I don't know how many more times I have to hammer home this point. Do you think we stink? I don't think you stink. I think you're great. I think if this were a party, if this were not a very small, intimate gathering, what the hell was this? We're going to be in the, what the NIT. Hell was that? The NIT Who of did that? parties. You just did that with the hand. If it was a party, and yeah, what is that? You know, go away. What was that hand gesture? I don't know. Where did North Carolina start the season ranked? Number one. Where are they now? Terrible. They're- they're not even getting votes. So what did we do? If we, if that's the parallel, we started out on the list then. Why did we play ourselves out? You didn't start out on the list. You were never on the list. You hate us. No, it's only two non-family members at this, one of them. at this gathering. I'll see, one. I'll, I'll see you guys at the NIT. Yeah, and uninvite one. Yeah, but here's why this is so fugazi. And then, and and uninvite joke. one, and then, and then which of the three of you do I invite? All of us. All oh, of yeah. Us. Uninvite one, one and you guys. We're one unit. Here's what so I now understand. it's gonna be it's gonna oh be Rick. God. It's gonna be Cassie. It's gonna be RJ. It's gonna be Ange. I gotta pay for a plate for the baby. I got Santiago. Hey, I don't hey. know what he does with the date. No, no, it's not happening. I'm gonna be bullied. Okay. What day is I this? asked you if you want to go to the game on Thursday night. Do you want to go or not? Say no, no. I don't know. I gotta think about it. Wow. And, and, and you know what? A gigantic baby. 
March 12th? Is that is that the party? Uh, no. Whatever day it is? I, I said we throw it. That, that's the day for the quarterly lunch. Okay, good. Like there's well any Like well there's any played. chance you guys would do a gathering on March 11th. Ah. On a Saturday. Ah. You know, Saturday works great for everyone. Works good for me. Good. I'm do available. It. Do it. Tell you what, you guys do it. I'll pay for it. Well, but, but you mean the food and then we'll pay for everything else? What do you mean everything else? Yeah, uh, yeah, that's drinks. right. I'm not going to turn to the table next to me and offer to buy them lunch or dinner. Yes. Correct. Because I'm not braggadocious like that. I wasn't trying to be braggadocious. I was trying to clean up your mess. Excuse me, Mr. Wilson. You know how much money I have? I was the first pick in the entire draft. They still pay me every July. And for that reason, and the fact that my co-host made a, 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 a hand gesture, which I find embarrassing, I will now pick up your dinner. Look at me. Look at me. What a bad guy. Look at me. Your words are hurtful. He's got no respect for us. I have None. tremendous respect for you no, guys. No, zero. No. I know, yeah, what, you know, I know how it worked. <laughs> RJ, he's pretending because his wife asked him if he wanted, to, he wanted to invite us, and he said no. What he's pretending is that if he invited us, that she wouldn't build him the TV room that she's building him, as if she wouldn't do both. Like right. he, have, he could have six, potentially six more people at his family get-together. Very convenient And excuse. still get the TV room made. Mm-hmm. Right. You guys going to get over this or no? And no. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, how expensive well, you, is this place to go to dinner? You're going to have to. Like, how, how much could our plates cost? A hundred bucks? Max? The way you eat? Well, you? What do you mean? It, I can't Probably, control I myself. Eat. Maybe I get appetizers. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I'm sure you'd go, can I? And also, <laughs> what, what, what do you have back there in the, in the special war room? <laughs> you know what? I think we're approaching this the wrong way, Rick. Because what he mocks you for could be our greatest strength. We're operating like a like a small market team. Like we we need the the offer of the deal to come to us. What if we just came in with a bigger offer day before, rented out the whole place, sabotage the party, throw throw money at the problem, and say, "Oh, the venue's not available anymore. No party venue. It's it's a nothing dinner." Where's it at? Tell me now. We're gonna find yeah. out. You'll never I'll you'll never out. know. I'll take it to my grave. We Thirsty have, turtle. <laughs> 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 we have the financial might to just turn this on its head. You know, it's amazing the amount of times we've gotten together and Rick has not been there. That's what's glaring to me. It was one extra time. You know what? It is my mistake. I should have invited you because you never would have gone because you never go to anything you're invited to. Let's see. Ben's Bar Mitzvah. Did you go to that? No. We got together before before the Big Jet show. Did you go to that? No. The Rangers gathering. Did you go to that? No. You don't want to socialize with us. That's okay. He'll be at this one. He's the Steve Cohen of the situation. I'm going to throw money right at this problem. Yep. Okay, good. We'll go right over the salary cap. Other owners will hate you. <laughs> we may buy the whole venue, just good. permanently. Buy Westchester. <laughs> you, you might, you might Kick think about you it. Kick you right out. <laughs> first, first order of action, Dave. Get yep. out. Good. I don't think you'll do it. A committee will be formed. First Very one nasty. out. This tremendous. I mean, the, the nastiness, the hostility on this show is reaching new and epic levels. Dave's new property taxes, $6.4 million a year. Yep. All I said if is- you get, If you get one snowflake tonight, I'm going to have that plow over your house immediately. Peasants. He'll be, be plowing well, a bare driveway. Let, let's, let's just see if I have this right. I said, I, I don't want the double plow today. Would you like to go to the Rangers game Thursday? And it turned into this. This is kind of this is the kind of show animosity that you've created. I'm no pumpkin. <laughs> I hope your two kindergarten buddies are happy. I'm sure they'll have a great time. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have to mature a little bit. Stevie and Teddy, or whatever their names are. Oh, sorry, they don't have names like Such. Because <laughs> oh, you're too because you're not cool enough to give. I have CJ. I have Nico. Such. It's you know what you look you like to me, little man? You look like a Such. Can I call you Such for the next 50 years? Uh, because you can't. You have no nicknames. What's his actual nick- name? That can't be his name. That's his last name. It's a, it's, a, it's a nickname on his last name. It's a nickname on his last name. I have TJ. I have Nico. More. Use it. That's right. Really work with that spider tech. <laughs> I'll, tell you, really I'll tell you what. Really Audio from the last party. I'll tell you what. I don't want to be invited if that was the last party. I'll tell you what I'll do. If I hit 60, we'll have a big blowout party. No. <laughs> you guys will be invited. No. What do you mean, no? I, I, no. I, all our SVP, no. Yeah, you've shown how you really feel. You'll have us removed from the show by then. Uh, I will tell you this. We had a big party for 40. If you guys had been on the show, if we were together and it was the same level of party, you absolutely would have been there. I don't believe you. Okay. Well, listen, I, I'm an honesty broker. I have no reason to lie.
All I know, me, RJ, Santi, our girls come up to us and say, hey, we want to do a little something. Nothing crazy because of this big TV room we're doing. The guys from the show need to be there. I would I would bang the table. If they're not there, I'm not there. Dave's the opposite. He goes, if they're there, I'm not there. Right. Tell Timmy and Tommy, my kindergarten buddies, that they can they can share the spotlight with the guys. Goodbye! <laughs> Goodbye! You guys are big babies. These guys we're are gonna, family. We're, we're going to have to get over this. The immaturity level is, is outrageous. Are we done? I hope you get food poisoning. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what happens? I get food poisoning. I'm sick for 48 to 72. I go I'm, I'm away. Out. This show dies. I'm that. I'm now out that Monday, Tuesday. Then you get a fill in. Good. I, I hope I get it too. No, don't say that. No, I hope. I also no, hope. Don't I get say food that. Poisoning. I misspoke. <laughs> take it back. I take it back. Maybe gurgles. <laughs> nothing more than gurgles. Nothing. That's it. Maybe a okay. good nothing. Gas. That's it. Just gas. That's fine. Maybe one bout of diarrhea, and that's it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Can we get to a couple calls and then we'll go around the league? I want more calls. Let's go to Scott in the Bronx. Good morning, Scott. You're on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, good morning, fellas. How you guys doing? Well, we're, we're fine until that whole thing erupted. Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, I wanted to uh, you know, call it in support of Rick. And, Rick, I think you're beating yourself up over saying the thing you really wanted to achieve in NHL would be to score a goal. Because I thought to myself, you know, how often has that happened? And, uh, you know, Dave, do you know how often goalies have scored a goal in the NHL? Uh, that they've actually shot it or that it's gone in and been credited to them? Credited with a goal. I think it's uh, what? Thir- was that the 13th? Yeah, it's not a lot. So, according to Google, it's happened 16 times with 13 goals. Yeah, 13 goals. And then goals. compare... There have been 23 perfect games thrown in Major League Baseball. So every year, somebody's going to win the Stanley Cup. Every year, somebody's going to win the Vezina Trophy. But it's only happened 16 times in history. So, Rick, I hear you. That's a valid thing to say one thing you want to do in your, in your career. I, it's, I it's think an, that's totally an, fine. I mean, honest, honestly, and you sound like a, a lovely man, it's a horrible take. And and Rick would even, in retrospect, admit that it was a horrible take. Yeah, I can't defend myself. I think it's one of the worst takes I've ever had in the history it's of my life. It's a horrible, horrible take. It was the almost fact that like you have this this man calling defending you. It, it it's his takes even worse than your take well, was originally speak, as a child. It speaks to how much people love and adore me, and that I'm really the man of the people of the show. But it was almost like when I answered the question, it was like it was a given that I would want to win a Stanley Cup and a Vesna. And for some reason, like, what's like the little extra that you would like? Well, but if you would have said that, right. you would have said, uh, you know, I, to, to my grave, I need to win a Stanley Cup. Like, I have to win a cup. I, the Vesna, the, the Conn Smythe, these are things that I desperately need to win. And then what would be like the cherry on top? Boy, to score a goal, how great would that be? Yeah, what's going to happen? You scored a goal. Awesome? Yes. What, I'll have the puck? I have it framed. I have none of my stuff framed anyway. It's all in the basement. But what, have the puck that says I scored a goal? Win a Stanley Cup. And and you might disagree, and I know you're the hockey guy, but can I can I say something in comparison to that guy, what he said? Throwing a perfect game, way more impressive than scoring a goal. That's right. Way, it, not even close. Uh, no, I don't even think it's close. I mean, scoring a goal, awesome and rare, but it's one fleeting moment. Perfect game is you you are as good as anybody could possibly be. Well, it's the entirety of the game, though. Right. It's not just it's not a single moment where the goalie's pulled. Now, if you if you somehow manage to score a goal on a goalie, as if a you, goalie, if you shoot it and you score and the goalie's in the net, pay, actually paying attention, yeah, that would be sick. That that's never happened though, has it? Uh no. There's I I saw a video recently of a goalie took a shot while the other goalie was getting water and it went in, but I don't know. <laughs> Did he go behind the net to get water? <laughs> no, he was in the net. He just had his back turned. He turned his back? He wasn't paying attention. He wasn't paying attention. The puck was down the other end. Goalie got it. The other goalie decided he needed a drink, so he turned around and had a sip of his water bottle, and the puck went in the net. That's remarkable. All right, we'll get to the baseball in just a, a couple of moments. More of your calls, 1-800-919-3776. Let's go around the league. It's time to go around the league. Around the league is brought to you by... Jack pocket. All right. 
Houston Rockets owner Tillman Fertitta is involved in the bidding for the Washington Commanders. Now, Fertitta's bid landed at an estimated $5.5 billion. But here's the thing, Rick. He's not considered to be the front runner. He's apparently the other previously unnamed bidder who has visited the team's facility, along with Josh Harris. Now, the news of Fertitta being a bidder dropped the immediate aftermath of reports from both the New York Post and The Athletic that Jeff Bezos is banned from bidding on the Commanders. Daniel Snyder does not like Jeff Bezos and does not want to sell his beloved team to Bezos. Uh, Too bad for Jeff Bezos. Does the NFL step in at any point and be like, hey, listen, dummy. You'll sell if if Jeff Bezos comes in with eight billion, you'll sell it for eight billion. Can you make him do that though? I don't can you? I don't know. You probably can't, but still. Like if you're the, the owners, I mean uh, you want the one of the richest people in the whole world to not be able to bid on the team? Here's what I want. I want Snyder to hang on to this team for day or life. I don't want him to ever sell this team. No, it's in your best interest as a Giants fan and as an so Eagles bad. fan and as a Cowboys fan to have him keep it. I mean, they've been almost irrelevant for the last 30 years. Wouldn't it be in the NFL's best interest to have someone like Jeff Bezos own a team? Uh, well, not, you have a salary cap. I don't see what the downside would be, right? Because I can understand if they didn't want a Steve Cohen kind of situation where an owner comes in and just out outbids everybody on the players, but that's not a possibility. No, but it makes the value of I mean of all the franchises. Like, what are the Dallas Cowboys worth if the if the Commanders just sold for seven and a half billion? Right, because now the going rate for teams goes up, and then every other owner would would get more money if they ever decide to actually sell. Right, and if you're I mean if you're a fan of the Washington Commanders like a Peter Rosenberg, and all of a sudden now Bezos is the one bought, buys this team has all that money, all the I mean the amount of like you see what Steve Cohen's already done for the Mets. Like, oh, you want a Seaver statue done? Should it have been done? Yep, but done. We'll take care of that. I'm sure Rosenberg would, would love for Bezos to own the team. But like how many stories do you need to read about like sewage leaking on fan <laughs> leaking on fans at games before like someone needs to step in and fix They really the are the gift that keeps on giving, aren't they? That's gross. Uh the Rams have had trade talks regarding cornerback Jalen Ramsey. In twenty twenty two, Ramsey did not miss a start and either set or tied his career high in multiple categories, including interceptions at four, passes uh defensed eighteen, tackles eighty-eight, forced fumbles two. L.A. currently more than $14 million above the salary cap for the 2023 season per over the cap. And now uh, it appears dealing Ramsey will be one of the moves the organization makes in an effort to get back on the right side of the numbers. Now, the corner is due $17 million for the upcoming season, making him a prime candidate to be placed on the trading block. This news comes after it was already reported the Rams would be releasing linebacker Bobby Wagner after one season uh, with the club. In addition to all that, Jalen Ramsey also said wherever he winds up, he wants a new contract. Does that surprise you at all? No, not even a little bit. I'll tell you oh, what, though, course. he is an elite corner. Elite corner, and then, I mean, once you get uh, once you get dealt, the team that, whatever they give up for you, it puts more, the player has more leverage now. Of course I want a he new does. Deal. You of just course he does. Whatever kind of compensation, I want a new deal. And this is what happens with the Rams. Uh, I mean, how many times have we talked about does the sal- does the salary cap even exist for the Rams? No, because they just kept kicking it, uh, kicking the can down well, the na- down now the road. You, now you're at the point where you need to figure it out, though. Right. And I mean, coming off a season, I mean, they win the they win the Super Bowl, have an awful season last year. Their quarterback was all all banged up. He gets hurt. They have a bad season. Now it's time to figure out where they're at. They're in uh, bad shape, is where they're at. Um, it, Real yes. bad shape. Their best players now are like Aaron Donald's flirted with retirement. Stafford's banked up. Cooper Cup got hurt last season. Offensive line was it was a shell of itself. Quarterback, Quarterback is, took a beating. Is old and and you know has taken a beating. Cooper Cup got hurt. They got Your best they defensive players at the end in Aaron Donald. Coach is talking about retirement. Right. Every minute. Can we stop with that too, by the way? Either retire or come back. Every year we have to have the conversation of, is Sean McVay at 37 going to retire? Stop it. Then go. Imagine, imagine being that like that accomplished, that young. That you could retire at 37. Like you got enough money. You have exactly. Like you've achieved the Super Bowl. It's like, you well, know what? How old was John Madden when he retired? Time to walk away. He was a, John Madden was a young man. Won the Super Bowl. Retired. Never went back. 
See, but that's the craziest part about professional sports when you really take a step back and think about it. Like, you have this finite amount of time, especially for players, to make as much money as you can. And then if you're lucky enough to play into, like, your late 30s, it's only your late 30s. Like, everything you did, the culmination of your life, all the time, effort, money, all the, you know, but your parents driving you to the rink or the field, like, you're dealing with it now, I'm dealing with it now, all to this point where you get drafted, signed, and play, and your career is over if you're lucky if you're one of the very lucky few to play into your late 30s. Late 30s is an extended career, yes. <laughs> in your late 30s. You've achieved everything. What do I do now? What's next? Uh, NFL Executive VP of Football Operations Troy Vincent said the competition committee already has discussed the Eagles quarterback push play at length and that the topic will be revisited in March before 2006, the rules prohibited pushing and pulling of the runner. Broncos coach Sean Payton has said that if the rule isn't changed, he will embrace it on a regular basis. Other coaches likely will do the same. Here's the thing. I credit the Eagles. They basically found a loophole in the system and use it to their benefit. That loophole will now change. Not just a loophole, though. The way, I mean, they, they executed it. Like, they're teams, oh, that have, phenomenally. teams that do it, but they do it the best. Uh, nobody does it anywhere near as well as the as the Eagles do. I always wondered that, though, because you've seen it plenty of times where a running back would be fighting for extra yards and you have a couple offensive linemen get behind him and just start pushing him, and he picks up like an extra four or five yards. Like, why don't why don't teams do that more often? Well, I think that every team would incorporate that, but I think it's going to be outlawed. So all right, all right. This is my time. This is my time. All right, can, can, I, can I take a moment before I give it to you? Yes, moment. You're listening to DPH on Rothenberg, 9870 SPN, WEPN, FM. New York. Too early. What do you mean? No, it's not. You hypocrite. No, it's not. RJ, tell him. Well, I mean, technically, it's not too early. Just like Ray getting back. No, you have five minutes before or five minutes after to do the legal ID. If you knew anything about the radio industry, you hack. (laughs) (laughs) Who are you calling a hack? Me or him? Yes. This is why no one's coming to your birthday party. You're not invited. That's go, ba- go back to your segment, you hypocrite. How many not people, a hypocrite. How many people are at the big 50th? Nine. It's just, It's not even. It's not a party. <laughs> it's a dinner. <laughs> yeah, they need one table. <laughs> the back room at a. Hey, uh, so, <laughs> you sit at the. You can sit at the bar. <laughs> what are you guys here for? My 50th. All right, I'm done. Go ahead. I once played blackjack for 36 straight hours. Yeah, really? Uh, you carry around the league. Go ahead. <laughs> the back room and a Cracker Barrel. We'll go to underground <laughs> casino parlors. Done. <laughs> Good times. Just because you're butt hurt because you're not invited. Now you're going to take shots at the at the gathering? Oh. I'm not going to allow it. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. Because uh, now I'm going to pump you up now. Because you're so good at what you do, David, you led me perfectly into the into the tweet I sent myself. So apparently, you're going to love this. I sent myself a DM, which of makes course. me look really smart. We'll hear from that. The NFL yeah. said they looked into 80 roughing the passer penalties. I saw this story. And they found only three. Yeah. Only three were questionable. It's amazing, isn't it? Come on. The NFL's a joke. Such a joke. It's such a joke. I saw that. And and it's. I think it was... Who was it? Somebody who... Maybe Warren Sharp. Warren Sharp, yep. Tweeted out. He's like, I spent 30 seconds looking at things I've sent out over the year, and I found like eight already. Yeah, he's like, I found six in 30 seconds. Yeah. You found, you found three in 80 play stuff. Uh, the Chiefs have promoted Matt Nagy. Is it Nagy or Nagy? Nagy. Nagy, back yeah, to I don't OC. know, actually. Yeah, it doesn't matter. As a replacement for Eric Bieniemy. Nagy Nagy was the Chiefs offensive coordinator <laughs> uh, on Andy Reid's staff in 2016 and 17. Nagy Nagy then left for four seasons to be the head coach of the Chicago Bears, guiding them to the NFC North title in his first season in 2018. He was NFL Coach of the Year, but he was 0-2 in the playoffs, returned to the Chiefs last year's quarterback's coach and senior offensive assistant. That seemed like, I mean, I think the writing was in the wall with that one. Uh, the, the second the enemy was going to get the job. Yeah, the second yeah. The enemy left. I think that was pretty. pretty it was obvious. actually for anyone that was watching the uh, Chiefs parade. It was actually uh, Nagy Nagy that uh, potentially saved Patrick Mahomes from falling off the uh, bus, shotgun and a beer. Well, thanks to him, which would have been unfortunate. That would be terrible. Could you imagine that? Patrick that Mahomes sucks, out, though, out for, for next season. Listen, though, that that, that sucks for the enemy, though, man. Like that he has to take a, a lateral move 
to an absolute dumpster fire. But it's in not even a lateral move. Like it, it's almost like you're taking a step back to try to prove yourself. You're going from Patrick Mahomes to Sam. No, Howell. I know, but I mean by title, it's actually I mean, right. it's a, he's associate head coach and he's offensive well, and, coordinator, and he's he's got full reins and he's the play caller and all those things. But that but, stinks. Well, the fact is. He has to prove himself after he's already proved himself. Yeah, but he, right, and he's leaving an unbelievable situation to go to an awful situation. Because you know, he has no choice. That stinks. I said this to Ty on Friday. I actually, listen, I, I'll never root for Washington. I hope they're awful. I hope they stink record-wise and that offensively they're really good and he winds up getting a job out of this. I think we all do. Because that's, I mean, that's ridiculous, It's, man. it's embarrassing. Like, there are plenty of guys that haven't called plays and get jobs, get head coaching jobs, that have that kind of success. The less maybe, success. Maybe you should have followed the path of Blake Martinez. Did you hear this story? I saw this yesterday, uh, yeah. Former Giants and Packers linebacker Blake Martinez recently told CNBC he has made $5 million in seven months by selling Pokemon cards. The 29-year-old made $29 million during his seven-year playing career with the Packers. Giants, Raiders, retired in November of 2022 after spending a brief amount of time in Vegas. He's already gotten more than 20% of that. Oh, I got to go play Pokemon Go anyway. I poke you. $5 million bucks in five months? Who needs, who needs Pokemon cards when you can invest in alpacas? Scott. I mean, you bought beachfront property that's never been built up. This man is buying trading cards and yep. making millions. But someday, it's beachfront, buddy. Someday, someone will buy that. You still own it? Yeah. So uh, somebody's going to try to buy that from you at some point? I hope so. How big is the property? It's gorgeous. I didn't ask you how pretty it was. How big is I don't it? Know, I, don't know, I don't know square footage, but it's like it's the beach. Like in the in the mock-up of the the home that was supposed to be built there, I could cast a fishing rod from my pool into the ocean and fish. Now, were you going to live there, or your plan was for the home to be built, and then you were going to sell the home? Uh no, my, it was going to be my plan to to summer down there, vacation down there. To, was that like Bermuda, Bahamas? Where was that? Bahamas, Bahamas. Yeah, uh, Johnny Damon was going to be a, a neighbor. Really? Yeah, a he bunch also of bought into it. Uh, oceanfront property right there. Same exact development. Yeah. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be like a private. It was sold as like a private Atlantis. Huh. Two courses. So what happened? The market fell apart. And the company that owned it, owned the property, was so leveraged on a bunch of other, because they that's what they did. And they had so much other stuff going that when everything crashed, they had to, uh, they went, I don't know if they went bankrupt or not, but they just they fell apart. Um. All right. Probably a developer you should. Uh, get in touch with, I would think, at some point. Uh, one more. Ohio State's quarterback C.J. Stroud will throw at the NFL Combine. Uh, Alabama quarterback Bryce Young will wait for his pro day at Alabama. I love the Combine. Love it. It's this week. I love it. I think it might be tomorrow, actually. If we could do anything, if we could go live anywhere, I would want to go the week of the Combine. No. Draft. What do you mean, no? No. I, no. That's a big, absolute no. Yeah, but going to the combine is so much less str- it's it's less stressful for these people than the draft. You actually get some like real inside stuff. Yeah, but we go to that fancy restaurant. Awesome. We go to that fancy restaurant in Indy. We we hobnob with all the the execs. Get the shrimp cocktails. Yeah. Elmos. Get the shrimp cocktails. Yeah. Elmos. Elmos. There you go. It's not. It, it can't be Elmos, isn't it? Like Saint Elmos. Sel- Saint Elmos. Yeah, not Elmos. That's you know, that's it's a, not a Muppet. That's what I call say. it. Elmos. Yeah, I'll say. I'm gonna treat you like a Muppet in three seconds. That's what we call it. I don't yeah. think you will. That's the people that go there call it. Oh, the, the people on the inside. Right. Call yeah, it you don't El- call you it Frank. You yeah, right. You don't call it Frank Pepe's. You just call it Pepe's. Yeah, well, Pepe's sounds cool. Elmos does not. No, how how, how dare you? What do you mean? How dare I? Because yeah, you've never been. Uh, I I actually have been. No, maybe we have a show dinner there, and you're not invited. You know, you know why don't you guys do that? Why do you start planning show outings and not inviting me? You know why? Because it'll never happen. Oh look, there's three seats to the bar. Maybe Dave can have his his sixtieth birthday party there. All his friends. Two uh, well, I have TJ. Buddies. I why have Nico. So really? Why are you so jealous? I'm not jealous. I'm, I'm, oh, of course you are. No, I'm why, hurt. Why are you so hurt? So you think we, I suck? Like you spend more time with us than you do anyone now. Yeah, I know. So I don't need to spend any more time. I like to it's see a some big people birthday. I don't get to see all the time. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. 
Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.